Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning the fourth Aliyah of Parshas Vayelech. The topic of our Aliyah is Hakel. It is for Psukim Long, running from Perik Lan Aleph Pasuk Yud to Yud Gimel. Um, the basic summary of the Aliyah is Moshe Rabbeinu tells the people, saying that at the end of the Shemitah year on Sukkot, when all of B'nai Israel are doing Aliyah Laregel to the Migdash, they're coming up to visit the base of Migdash, they, you will read the Torah, you the king will read the Torah in front of them. Gather the people, the men, the women, the children, the converts, everybody's going to be hearing this Torah in order to learn, in order to fear Hashem and God the words of the Torah. And, that, and even the children who don't know yet will hear and learn to fear Hashem. And this will be um, in order for you to live your days upon the land. Um, and it will be for eternity. So this is the mitzvah of Hakel, a mitzvah which comes up every seven years. What is the mitzvah? So on basic terms, as Rashi explains, every seven years, the end of the Shemitah cycle, so to be the year going out of Shemitah, so entering the beginning of the eighth year, all the people who are there already at, ha- at the Aliyah Leregel, including the men, women, and children, would um, go to the base of Midash. There would be a special um, stand, grandstand made, where the um, king would read from the Torah to the nation of Israel. What would he read? So the Gemara in Saita describes that he would read the Sefer Devarim, but not all of it. He would read Devarim to the parish of Shema, which is in Vayaskharan, and then Vayayim Shamoya, the, post, the section of Aser Ta'aser, certain um, tithes that need to be taken from the land, Kisachale, um, and Pasha Samelech, and Brachas and Klalos. So certain um, important points in the trying to work out why all these specific parishes are included. Some of them are agriculturally oriented, which means to, see, to say people are leaving the Shemitah year, so they need to be reminded of some of the mitzvahs of agriculture. But nonetheless, it seems to be a tamtzit, a certain summary of the main points of the Torah. Now, Another question, why are the children coming to this after all? You know, we're talking about, not talking about infants, we're talking about children who can walk or at least you know, be carried by their parents, as the Mishnah at the beginning of Chagiga debates. Um, why are they coming? So Rashi quotes the Gemara saying to give schar to those who bring them. So it's not really they themselves that it's important for, but it's rather those who bring them. Ramban disagrees and he says, no, this is chinuch, this is teaching. A child needs to see what's important to their parents. What kind of gatherings do they have to go to? What kind of tickets, season tickets, do they like to get? What is important to them? Where, they, where do they run to? And where do they drag their feet to go because they know they just have to? Children notice all these kind of things. The, to- the Torah wants us to, to make parents into Torah fans because when they're Torah fans, their children will be Torah fans too. And that's part of what's going on over here. It's very important to understand that in the educational process, it's not just information, it's passion. That's really what changes people. Let's be, let's be passionate about Torah, the, Torah gatherings. Now, why is it on Sukkos? So Rav Soloveitchik observes that the function or the service of Yom Kippur was primarily focused around some of the loftiest of figures, the Kohen Gadol, those, those around him who would uh, perform the Avodah, and even those who heard the, him expressing the name of Hashem when he, when he did the Vidui on the different Karbanas, um, it would be a very small group, small subset of Israel who would hear this actually happening. And so Rav Soloveitchik explains that, that that is perhaps one model of how Torah is led and guided, but to be honest, there's also the other model, which is all of Israel. That's why in Sukkot, a time when we bring all the different types of the Arba Minim, the four different species, which are pulled together to what we call the Lulav, 
each representing a different faction in Klal Yisrael, some who have Torah and Mitzvah, some who have just Torah and some who have just Mitzvah, some who have neither. We pull them all together. It's a time to realize that this is the democratization. There's, there's a certain access that everybody has to Torah itself, which is why Hakel occurs, occurs on Sukkos, explaining that everybody has a place in Torah. Now, what is the point of Hakel in the, uh, uh, in the first place? Why does Hashem set out this mitzvah? So Rav Hirsch explains that this was actually not about learning Torah, because learning of Torah is actually a daily mitzvah. Those are common, regular mitzvahs. Practicing and learning is not something done in once every seven years. Um, rather, this was a moment that the whole nation would come together at the end of this agricultural cycle, before the next cycle, the Shemitah really kicks in, so the Jewish life was divided into seven-year fragments. And the beginning of this fragment, they're not here for business, they're not here for other, any other need, but it's a time where they just finished sacrificing to Hashem. And this is a public recommitment to Hashem in their lives for the next cycle. So they're about to start a new cycle in their lives. Seven years is a significant amount of time. Children grow up, babies are born, people pass away. A lot happens in seven years. It's time to reflect and to make a big gathering, to make a moment of recommitting to Hashem. Rav Saratskin takes it one step further. Usually Sukkot is called Chag Ha'asif, the festival of gathering. Why? Because it's at the end of the agricultural cycle in Israel. And that's why it was a time of extra simcha. Because people had just finished an entire year of work. They just pull, pulled everything into the granary. Uh, they have the storehouses are full. They feel a certain sense of accomplishment, a certain sense of arrival. And that is a wonderful feeling. However, um, on a year of Shemitah, there are no grain. They had bundles in the, the granary. They have not brought this all in. So what's the simcha? Why are they so happy? Explains Rav Saratskin a very beautiful idea. In an agriculturally oriented country, certainly like Israel then, and very even, even still today, when there was Shemitah and many people could not work, during that time that people could not work, they had a focus on their spiritual needs. They learned Torah, they performed mitzvahs, they reoriented themselves as to what was supposed to be going on in their lives, where they were supposed to be pointing in life. And therefore, at the end of that year, their asifa, their gathering, was not the gathering of grain into the granaries, but their Torah into their Torah storehouses. This was a celebration. This was a stadium full event of celebrating the Torah that was learned that day, making a big deal of the Torah and the mitzvahs that they performed after this year of spirituality. This was the asifa, the chaga asif, the gathering of all that accomplishment. What a beautiful idea. Finally, why is this section here in the Torah right specifically here? So Rav Sarotskin points out that Hashem is now describing to Yoshua his responsibilities. Before we can go on about the responsibilities of the leader, we need to talk about the responsibilities of the people. If the people aren't drinking the same Kool-Aid, if they don't care about the values the leader is expressing, then it really is a brachal of atala, then it really doesn't make a difference. If the leader is going to be talking about values, and the people don't really care about those values, they just do them when it's convenient for themselves, but when they their lives do not align, with the same value system, they ignore it or they scorn it, then that's not going to really help. So it's a two-way process. There needs to be a leader who's a good leader. There needs to be a people who care about the same values in order for that to work. And that's why Hakel is put in the middle of the section of the leadership of Yoshua. With this, we close the Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.